0: Hey everybody, before we get started, this podcast is made possible with Anchor. Anchor is an amazing, easy-to-use application for anyone wanting to reach your audience and grow your brand. Now, as a publisher, I strongly recommend that if you've written a book, you need to have a podcast. Anchor allows you to record, edit, and publish professional podcasts, and they will push it out to any podcast platform that you like. That includes Spotify, Apple, Overcast, you name it. So download your Anchor app on your Apple App Store or your Google Play Store today. Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Right Change. Where we believe authors change the world. Today, we'll be talking to Ms. Danita Lachelle, a gifted screenplay writer, stage playwriter, and the author of The 90 Day Plan The Relationship Advice You Didn't Ask For from the Best Friend You Didn't Know You Had. Enjoy. Hey, is Danita Lachelle. Yes. <laughs> The author of the 90-day plan. (laughs) That's me. Welcome to the show, Danina.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited to have you, too. You know, I've been like, I need to get Danina on the show. And then, you know, I've been going through these lists of people. So uh, when I saw you pop up on um, Clubhouse. Yes. It's like, let me check out, what is this story time? (laughs) (laughs) what is story time with Danita and I was very impressed and and very entertained as well like what what? I'm glad so for those who don't know um we'll give a little plug to your clubhouse uh group
1: yes Uh, Yes, story time so, with Danita. Tell us about so that. story time with Danita. So it kind of it was born out of a out of a joke. Honestly, uh, my friends actually one of the nicknames they have for me is storyteller, um, and uh, I had a friend of mine that whenever they're talking to me about something, I always find the moral of a thing. Uh, in a story that, I've, that is something that has happened to me. And so I always find a way to like convey some sort of moral in something that actually happened. Uh-huh. And so one of my girlfriends one time when I was telling her a story about something, she leans back one day and she says, you know what, I bet you if I just gave you a random word, you could tell a story off of that word. And we laughed about it. And then I just kind of forgot about the conversation. And so when Clubhouse came up and um, people were joking with me, like, no, you need a room just to sit and still tell stories. And I was just like, you know, what would be cool is if I started a, a story time where I bring people up from the audience they give me a random word, and then from that word, I tell a story. And having a theater background, because um, my my undergrad degree is in theater, mm-hmm. improv is essentially what that is. But they're usually true stories that I tell from like my life experience or whatever. And so I pull people up from the audience, um, and they they come up with hilarious words. I you know um, we we did one. Uh, this past Tuesday you were in, I think the room and, um, but I, I, get words like acrimony and, and troubleshooting and, uh, backstroke and just things that, and somehow it always ties into a story that I know, but that's every Tuesday in clubhouse, um, at 9 PM central time is when I invite folks in to come hang with me for about, and it's only for an hour, but we have a lot of fun in there.
0: When I got on there, I don't know why. And maybe it's a it's a it's a part of the energy that flows, but just the whole notion of come up with a word, it was so funny, like the word that came into my head, right? It's just like, why did I come up with the word trajectory? I don't know why. <laughs> but it was very interesting. So we kind of got out of line. Usually what I'll do, <laughs> I can tell this is gonna yes. be an interesting interview. Usually what I'll do. <laughs> Is i I'll have my, uh, my, my, my guest, And, uh, as a blessing, I was about to say my client, uh, I am blessed to have you as a client. Yes. Yes. But yeah, tell, tell the, the uh, the watchers a little bit about the needle shell, and, and,
1: uh, how we got to this point here. Well, um, uh, it's, it's a very interesting journey, right? So my my background, like I said, is in theater. I'd been in it since I was five years old. I was a theater major, actor, director. I have my own production company, Productions by Danita Jones. Um, I really just have a heart for telling stories. <laughs> Go figure, as we said earlier. In yeah. um, a very interesting kind of way, I'm tasked with, uh, especially through theater, telling um, stories about uh, people that look like me, because there are not a lot of positive Um, or effective stories like. That. And so I I started my own production company in order to do that. Um, And in the midst of starting that production company and being able to tell stories through scripts on stage, um, I usually write a lot of the material or I get input from a lot of different artists that are really just kind of jumping off. My interest is to try to build up and promote artists that we don't know Mm -hmm. um, so that they can kind of have the opportunity to be out there. And in the midst of doing all of that um, over the years, uh, I um, kind of had this little quiet uh, I guess you could say, um, talent of being able to give people relationship advice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, my, my girlfriends would come to me and ask me questions about relationships and all that different stuff. And my sister who had been in and out of some very interesting relationships, we'll call them would also kind of like lean on me to give her relationship advice. And after I kind of tried this experiment on her, that worked and got her happily married to my amazing Um, brother-in-law. My husband mentioned, he was just like, you know, everything that you taught your sister, you should actually put that in a book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I probably should write a book. And so I kind of been teetering with the idea of writing this relationship book about how, um, you know, women not necessarily could be with a person, but how they can avoid the wrong person. Cause that essentially is what I taught my sister how to do. Mm-hmm. And I put it in book form. And um, one of my friends from college reached out to me one day and she was just like, cause I had mentioned about wanting to publish a book, but not really knowing how I think on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she, Inboxed me, Terry inboxed me. Was just like, I need to introduce you to this guy, (laughs) (laughs) and that is how we met. And and so I remember, you know, Tim, I, I I contacted you, and we had a conversation on the phone. Like two years later, right after right. I had gotten everything together and I finally contacted you, I was just like, "I think I'm ready." And even that process took, I think, about maybe three to six months. Yeah. But we finally we got the book out, and um, and I was really excited about it. And that's kind of how we ended up in this yeah. in this kind of back and forth. The ninety day plan, so that's really exciting. Ninety for me.
0: day plan was that book. So you gave yes. us this a, a ninety day plan. You've got to give us uh, just one tip. Just one tip from the 90 day plan. One
1: tip from the 90 day plan would be um, to not ignore red flags. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in the book, I actually list major red flags that a lot of times, um, young women especially, have a tendency to to kind of ignore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of liken it to the fact that it's like, you know, even though it doesn't seem like it's a big deal at that moment, Um, One of my favorite quotes from the book actually came from my brother, you know, um, uh, uh, marriage doesn't change the tune. It just turns up the volume. And so what you can't do is just say, well, even though that thing right there bothers me, it'll Mm -hmm. be fine once we're together. No, it's going to magnify 90 (laughs) times that it did before, you know, before, because right now they're trying to impress you. And so that's one of the, one of the tips I have in there is like, don't ignore red flags. And then I list some that a lot of my girlfriends, you know, would ignore like being rude to a waiter, even though he's nice to you or, or, you know, hating his mom for some weird reason um, that is not warranted. Cause some people may not like their moms, but this particular reason, like you just can't put your finger on it or, you know, kicking your dog because it, it, it he makes you angry, like little things like that are things that you need to pay attention to. And what the 90 day plan does as a whole is that it keeps you from making relationship investments in the wrong guy, because that's what we do. We say, well, I put so much time in him that I don't need to break up with him now. It's been two years. I might as well stick it out. And so what the 90 day plan does is that it makes you wait 90 days before you make a relationship decision. And usually within that time, almost always, if you follow all the tips in the book, there's no way that you're going to end up with the wrong person in your life. And so that's kind it's of a thing. Like it slows you down, right? It slows you down. Yes. He's excited. Yeah, he's cute, but let's slow down. I'll slow down. <laughs> pay attention to what's going on, really. Yes, like, let's relax. Maybe he doesn't need to meet your family right now until you figure out he's yeah. not going to stalk you later. Like, let's relax.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I say this all the time. If you give... If, if uh, when, when young, unmarried people ask me for advice, I tell them, everybody's wearing a mask. Yes. That doesn't mean that there's a monster behind the mask.
1: Correct. I
0: do believe there is a mask,
1: right? Yes. And you're not seeing the real person. You're not, you're not. And because everybody puts their best foot forward, right? And with the 90 day plan, actually what it does for the young lady and he, and guys can read it too. Cause I get that all the time. Like can guys read it? Yeah, you can read it too. You might not like what you read, but you'll, you'll, it'll make you examine who you are on the other side of the relationship. But I tell people all the time, what the 90 day plan does is that it establishes specific boundaries. Because what I have learned is that people out there can fake who they are. Yeah. But held to very specific circumstances and guidelines, they can't fake it consistently for 90 straight days. Right. That weird moment is going to pop up during that 90 day plan. That yeah. moment where, where they're going to start getting irritated that you don't take phone calls after a certain time or you don't answer text messages before a certain time that you don't want, uh, you know, to go out um after the sun goes down like little things like that if you're dealing with a great guy there's a respect and an understanding there I, I tell women all the time you know there there are two responses you're going to get when um you're implementing this 90-day plan either the guy's going to be like oh okay that's that's what's up I respect that or there's going to be a guy that says I don't need 90 days I was like and that other dude <laughs> <laughs> that's the red plan that is walk a- away from that guy. And, and it's funny. I, I tell, you know, ladies all the time. I was like, if, if it doesn't work for you, it's because you didn't follow something in that book. But the other thing I want ladies to know, this book is not about, you know, a lot of relationship books out there are about making women change who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll, it'll say, well, you're not this, or you're not that, or you need to think this way. M- my book is about empowering who you are mm-hmm. and, and being able to say, yes, I'm a person that likes this. Yes. I'm a person that expects this. Yes. These are the things that are going to make me happy. It's not about you changing your standards as much as you needing to know that it's okay to have them mm-hmm. and to be able to find that person that's going to fulfill your, uh, fulfill you, mm-hmm. um, when you're in a relationship.
0: Yeah the the notion that, well, I'll change him.
1: Oh. <laughs> Have you? Do you address that notion that? Yes. You yes. Him? <laughs> oh, listen. I address everything in that book, but especially that, you know, it's so funny to me because I'm just like, "What? who are we trying to tra- change a grown man? Like, this is who he is. It's not like you're dating, you know, somebody asked me one time, they're just like, oh, well, can I give it to my, my teenage daughter? And I'm just like, well, you know, teenagers, they change your 15 your year old son is not who he's going to be by the time he turns 25 right, right? he's going to change he's going to go through some things he's going to grow, but by the time you're dating and like you're 27 28 29 that guy is who he is right, so if he hates Christmas and you like for Santa Claus to throw up in your living room uh, every November, y'all don't need to hang out. Like, that's just not, well, he'll like it but that. No, if he doesn't want kids and you are trying to Brady bunch that thing, like, no, he's in his thirties. If he told you that's something he doesn't want, then that's, you know, he doesn't want it. And vice versa, if he's that guy and you're not that person. And a lot of times women think that, you know, oh, well, I need to like him because he's a good guy. And he may be, he might not be for you though. Right. Right. Right? right. So you need to find the person that's good for you. But no, let's not, you know, oh, he'll change his mind. No, he'll change his mind by the time the baby gets here. No, (laughs) no, we
0: won't. uh, What's been the most surprising feedback you've gotten from readers of your book?
1: Um... The most surprising feedback I think I've gotten was from a woman that read it and she was in a relationship. I've always kind of marketed my book to women that want to date or want to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, She was older and um she was in a relationship they, they weren't married but she had been entertaining this guy for like three years mm-hmm. and I was doing a workshop actually one of the one of my favorite things to do is workshops on the book where I you know a bunch of women gather together we treat it like a book club mm-hmm. and I give you know tips and everything on that um and she took the book home and ended up writing me a few uh about a year or so later and she was just like your book gave me the strength to break up with my boyfriend. That shocked me. <laughs> and, right. I, I think I was a little startled, but ultimately what she told me, was the fact that she had gone basically through the different things and realized she had changed herself. She had been expecting him to change. She was not happy in what she was doing. She had basically kind of Um, you know, taken away from a lot of the stuff she loved to do because he didn't love to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And what was happening is that he was a a nice guy, but she was miserable. Mm -hmm. And she was thinking in her head, well, you know, maybe once we get married, he'll want to do this because he loves me. But then, you know, the book is saying, no, this is, if you think this is bad, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to be better when you get there. And uh, so she broke up with him. And it's so funny, a couple of weeks ago, I actually saw her on Facebook. She's with this fantastic guy. They're actually old friends <laughs> yeah. and what the 90 day plan does. And I tell people all the way, it's not necessarily about getting you with a guy, but it gets the riff raff out of the way mm-hmm. so that the nice guy can come. Cause nice guys are not going to walk up to you like they do in romance novels okay. and yank you yeah, out right. of the bad situation, yeah. right? That's not going to happen. Yeah. They respect that that's who you want to be with. Mm-hmm. A nice guy though, if he sees that the way is clear, will approach you or will be comfortable in in having that conversation with you. And that's what the 90 day plan does. Let's get that garbage out the way, sis. So nice guy can come through. So that's gotta be the most interesting feedback I think I've gotten.
0: I, you know, that even makes me happy because I'll tell you what, I can't say this enough. The, the whole premise of this talk show, the right change is that writers change the world. Yes. I believe if we can change one person, then we've impacted the world, right? Absolutely. Here you talk about a woman who read your book, got out of a bad situation, and in and is now in a happy relationship. Right? We don't know the 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 uh, the ripple effect of your mm-hmm. relationship on the greater, you know, story of of, of life, and so. Correct. Every every interview now, I'm, I'm just hearing how my clients and their books are touching people's lives and changing people's lives more importantly. And that's just awesome to me, that's awesome. So I was joking earlier with you. The, 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 the question is, do we have enough time on this show? <laughs> Talk about everything that you're involved
1: in. <laughs> I'm involved in a lot, right?
0: Yes. yes. Uh, I'm yes. very impressed with your with your platform. Really, your platform. Thank is you. Amazing. You're you talk about your experience in uh, screenplay and uh, stage play. You have a, a a service that you provide now for sc- uh, stage play writers, um, or stage if, play um, and
1: screenplay writers. Yes. And screen yes. screenplay. Okay. Yes.
0: So writers change the
1: world, whether you're writing a book, screenplay, stage play. <laughs> right, exactly. Talk about your website. So my website is um, youknowimright.com. And that's the letter U, K-N-O-W, I'm, and then W-R-I-T-E, which is, of course, when I saw the title of your podcast, I fell in love with it immediately. <laughs> you know, I'm youknowimright.com. Yes. And, um, and essentially, it started off as like just a blog posts of just like my thoughts and stuff. So there are a lot of different blogs about different things on there. Um, just from my thoughts, my opinion. Um, but eventually I got to the point, Tim, where I, I kept getting these inboxes of just like, Hey, I have this play or I have this film in my head. I was wondering, can I bounce it off of you? And you would write it for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and at first I was really kind of like, I'm very excited to do that for people. I've actually done it before um, where they basically send me everything inside their head and I formulate it into a play. And after doing it so many times, I recognized that I was just taking that person's thoughts and putting it in my voice. Right and that's unfair to do to a person's story if it's when it's their story it should be in their voice so on you know i'm there's a tab that says i know you right and one of the things that i try to do is i try Try to um, and through my consultations, um, the personal sign up for a particular service. And what I do with that is that I teach them the basics of screenwriting or playwriting, depending on what it is that they want to do. How to format, how to build your story, how you know the words that you can and can't use. Um, I'm I'm coming with my my master fine arts degree in creative writing with an emphasis in screenwriting and and um, series television writing. So I I basically I'm I'm helping them understand the industry standard version of what it means to produce um, a film or a or a play based off of what they write down Mm -hmm. and then from there they can find their own voice for the story that they want to tell Um, and then of course we we go uh, back and forth depending on what service you choose I can I can you know help you edit help you go through that thing but that's essentially what you know I'm right um, Mm -hmm. does for people who I want to encourage other writers because I believe that there's a writer inside of everybody. You may not think so. I know it's in there somewhere. And my job is just kind of pull that out of you so that you um, so your voice can be heard.
0: Right. So we might be looking at the next uh, Ms. Rhymes here is, is, is what I'd is.
1: love it right that'd be amazing next to the Rhymes or August Wilson or I, <laughs> I love it because my passion truly is, is is telling stories I absolutely adore that and the best way sometimes to do it is, is visually yeah. that people can see yeah, yeah so
0: absolutely. so we go from there and you're helping people write you're helping people write books stories stream plays stage plays and then I'm sure this one is very close to your heart and that is Stir um, Legacy uh,
1: from your mom. Tell us about Stir. So my mother, um, she actually died in 2013. She was an educator and she was a brilliant pianist Um, ever since she actually started playing the piano when she was about two years old. Uh, And by today's standards, she she was um, a prodigy uh, in that, in that right, but she, she was an educator at heart, and she loved teaching children, teaching them how to read. She taught in a public school system for 25 years. Um, actually 30 years. But one of the things that she would do is that she had a piano in her room. Mm -hmm. And whenever she would teach a concept to her students in reading, she would then go to the piano and reinforce that concept through music. Mm -hmm. So whether she was teaching phonics, blends, the sounds that words made, or the sounds that letters made or vowels made, she would then go to her piano and she would play it out and the kids would sing a song. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is that for years, whenever I run into her students all remember these different songs that my mother taught them in the classroom in order to help them remember to spell something or say something. So in 2003, I begged my mother (laughs) to go into a recording studio with like 10 of her students, her third grade students, and record a reading lesson that had the music and everything with it. Um, We recorded it, we put it on CD, but my mom was one of those people where she just thought that nobody would really kind of want to hear it or want to hear the method that she was using. So the CDs collected dust um, in in my parents' garage. Um, After she died, I I kept running into students that talked about the experience in her room. And so what I decided to do was to create a website that not only sold the CDs, but created a digital download Mm -hmm. of my mother and this reading lesson. And it's for pre-K through second grade students, any parents out there that are trying to get their their kids to understand vowel sounds, um, blends, consonants, how, how words are formed. It's this short little CD. She actually didn't like calling them songs. So we call them jingles where mm-hmm. each jingle explains different word, um, different rules of English. Cause English is a very difficult language. Um, mm-hmm. when the rules are constantly changing, but different rules in English to help kids learn how to read. And so that's what star legacy and does. That's
0: awesome. I actually yeah. a client, a true mind client who created a book along that premise. Um, and I mean, he went to teachers' conferences and they bought it up. I mean, they ate it up. So yeah, any teachers out there looking for a way to help your kids with uh, literacy and reading and that that might definitely be a great product. it is
1: it is an awesome thing I know teachers that use it in their classroom you know even today it has a very sesame street uh-huh. um what's the other one Tim that that old uh we we would probably date ourselves rainbow. Reading, reading rainbow reading <laughs> it, rainbow it has that vibe it has it has that you know three two one contact vibe like it has that kind of vibe to it uh-huh. um and and it's really great especially for early readers um to kind of keep the frustration level down, you know, instead of, you know, them having to remember that short A says ah, or long A says A, there are actual songs that teach them why that is and, and things that they can incorporate. And the best thing, how you know it's working is if your your kid is reading and they get to a word and they start humming the tune yeah. so they can remember what that word is supposed to do. That's how you know it's, it's a great thing. So okay. we
0: can remember a song from childhood word. For yes right there's something yes. about music and, and tempo and and tunes that stick in that part of the brain that
1: It does it never goes away nothing else like nothing else
0: yeah it has been so wonderful talking to you one of the It's things been a pleasure to do uh, on this show is to um, share some advice or tip um, to aspiring writers right and we had a little bit of a conversation earlier, and uh, I might go in and edit that back in as well. <laughs> but if you could, if you could talk and give one tip to an aspiring writer, yes, your process and what you learned, what would be that tip?
1: My tip to aspiring writers is that um, if you've haven't written anything down because you think that that rough draft of that first chapter has to be perfect, drop everything you're doing and write everything down. You know, uh, my favorite process that me and a writer friend that I have says is like, that first draft can just be you throwing your brain up onto the page. Mm -hmm. There doesn't have to be any rhyme or reason to it. It's okay if none of it makes sense. What sometimes you have to do is get it out of your brain and onto paper so that when you go back through it, you can. find what the central idea is. And then from there, you can start formulating what you want your book or your script or anything to do. So stop procrastinating because you can't, you can't formulate the sentences correctly, or they're not coming together like you want them to, or your garbage can is full of notebook paper that you've been throwing away because that first sentence doesn't sound. No, just throw up on the page, (laughs) throw up on the page and then go back and begin to sift through what you've already written and that is the best way sometimes how the greatest things have been created is is from you know mess sometimes if you if we look at sculptors right Timothy that that sculpt things if you look around their feet it, every like the dust and the clay and everything is around there that it created a beautiful piece but that piece started off as like a block of wood or a block of clay yeah. Yeah. Like Take that block out of your wood. brain. Yeah. Put it down and then start chipping away at it. Yeah. That is the, I, I
0: use, that's funny that you said it because I use that analogy all the time. And it's like people, when it comes to writing, people are already, they got the big block of wood, they already got the sanding paper out. It's like, nope. <laughs> it's not no, you can't. <laughs> it's not time for that. Now it's just time to start hacking away until you yeah. get kind of shape. Form. that's actually the, my favorite part of the writing process is you got all of these pieces that just you just put all these words on paper and then you start to realize that there is rhyme to this yeah, there's reason to this
1: yes right. yes these are p- p-
0: uh, puzzle pieces and they actually do fit I didn't know where but right I worked through it and I really put them together um, that is the most intriguing part of the writing process for me, like, just knowing, you- like, wow, all of this actually does fit and go together
1: and you have to trust other people to tell you the truth. I think that one of the one of the things that have kind of hindered the writing of a lot of people is that they can kind of usurp the editor and usurp the publishing company and publish the stuff themselves and but unfortunately what that that does is that it doesn't allow a second or third pair of eyes to say Hey that sentence on page 12 didn't make any sense. Yeah. It made sense to you because you knew what you were trying to say, but once you pass that thing on, it's important for the other people to know what you were what you are saying. And so you have to trust in the process writers let somebody, even if they love you, will give you some brutal honesty about that thing. Like be able to say, Nope, this doesn't work. <laughs> okay. And then be okay with that and go back to the drawing board and, and try again, you know, continue chipping away. Sometimes that sculpture doesn't come out like it was supposed to. So we got to go back and we got to keep chipping it away, but, but trust your, your editor, trust your publisher to be able to say hey this 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 isn't going to hit right or this is going to be weird or tell me what your thought process is in this is, so that you might have to rearrange chapters you might have to rearrange things in in the 90 day plan i remember the the original draft, there was nothing that the person reading it could actually do. And one of my editors came to me they were just like, you need like something at the end of these chapters. Like you told them to make these lists, but you didn't tell me where I could write it down. And I was like, oh my gosh. So that went in the book. And I think that makes the book so much more effective when a person can open it and they read the chapter and then they can write some stuff down at the end. I wouldn't have known that though, if I didn't give it to somebody to tell me how to make it better. Right. Yeah. And so that's important for writers to do. Like, you know, I know it's easy to go to Amazon and hit click, 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 click.
0: Right. But there's post. a lot that you're missing. There's a lot that you're missing from doing. Yes. That. Yeah. You got to have that team of people who are looking out for your best interest. And like you said, can tell you there's a big hole right here. And Yes. You, sometimes you can't see it. You're blindsided because you're so close to it. Yes. And, 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 and and so you need somebody, you know, they call them beta readers. You need somebody who's not attached to the work to get it. Like they just bought it, read it and give you their honest opinion. uh, After reading that book, like, wow, that was Mm -hmm.
1: horrible. (laughs) Right. And they should do They should because I remember there was some stuff that you even gave me some amazing advice on. The people that are reading it, they can be very specific. Like nobody should hand it back to you. Be like, oh, that wasn't good. Yeah. Like all of my editors, I, I would I would email them the document and I would get it back, and it was just like, click on this little highlighted piece, and then there was a note there. Like, Danita, this sentence doesn't make any sense, and I don't know where the subject were, you know. And then I would click on another, and it would give me details yeah. about how to reformat or make it better you know tim did that for me like what what's going on here like click on that little thing and get the notes so also i don't want anybody to be discouraged where somebody's like well they told me the whole book was horrible well no i need specifics like <laughs> you need somebody to be we're specific
0: just we're just joking about that all <laughs> yeah, right it has been wonderful having you on the show i try not it's to been keep fun today. i
1: love your background man i love Thank you yes <laughs> like I said I'm a theater person and and I love lions and I love to laugh so let's put all it together in one space right so we've had your your
0: website but tell them again where can they reach you and um, and also is there anything else coming up I'm sorry I always ask
1: that anything else coming up? you know with me I have no idea Um, you know, during this pandemic stuff just starts popping up. Um, but, um, you know, you can reach me again, you go to, you know, I'm Um, and that, that all, it sounds like, you know, the, the letter U K N O W I'm W R I T E.com. Um, you can reach me through there. Um, and I'm also, you know, I'm right is on Instagram. Um, I also, uh, in a fun way, I have actually, a. um, uh, podcast that I do with my sister called Scrubs and Stage Lights. I'm a theater person. I'm stage lights. She's a board certified physician (laughs) and we come together and it is, it is just a, um, a cluster of fun and, and jokes and laughing, but we actually kind of tackle some interesting topics in regards to like the world and stuff like that. So that's on YouTube. So that's like the current thing that comes up every Tuesday. And um, any one of those platforms you can reach me, you can inbox me on you know if you want to talk to me about writing or things of that nature. Um iheartsmartart.com is actually my production uh, company website, so you can go on there and see some of the things I've done in the past. So I'm kind of everywhere Denita Lachelle. Hopefully if you you can google it and kind of see all the stuff <laughs> (laughs) that I'm involved in, but, but my passion again, is just, I love being a creative. I love changing the world, as you said. And, and like, I hope to do that one person at a time. Absolutely. Awesome.
0: Listen, thank you all for watching this show. Thank you, Danita, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your vision and publishing your book. Oh, everyone, I
1: appreciate you.
0: Absolutely. Everyone, please follow and comment on the show Uh, follow on uh, youtube at true vine university you can follow and on facebook at the right change podcast and also listen download the podcast uh on spotify apple any of your major uh podcast distribution channels thank you danita and you have a wonderful day thank you tim
1: thank you for having me you guys be great
0: This episode of The Write Change was brought to you by Truevine Publishing Company. If you're ready to write your book but don't know where to start, we have the plan for you. With our Beginner's Publishing Plan, we will give you the writing support you need to quickly complete a publishable manuscript. We will provide you marketing and sales support training. We will give you access to our Truevine Success Accountability Team. And we will produce a quality book with hard copies and ebooks with global distribution. Call us today at 615 44 Books or visit our website, www.truvinepublishing.org.